Hello, this is Tiffany, and we're back with Insight for You. Tonight, this is going to be called The Influencer. It's a little bit of just talking with a little bit of spirituality entangled in and out and weaved in and out of what I want to talk about tonight. So basically, we all know that we live around social influencers, basically people who inspire you to be more like they are. And people are making millions of dollars off of literally showing off, right? And unknowingly to the person watching them, what you don't understand is that you'll really never reach your goal to be like them because the more you invest in them, the less you're investing in yourself. So it could be money that you're investing in them, time that you're investing in them, um, energy, of course, that we um, talked about before. Um, it could be your values, your interest, anything. If you're looking at somebody and you want to see what they're wearing, where are they, what are they doing, that's already you're already consuming your mind to be focused on what they're doing. So while you're watching them, you're not uh, being attentive to what you're doing um, or what your children are doing or your job or anything that's around you. You're focused on what this person is doing, what this person is wearing, who this person is talking to. When was their last post? What was their last post about? And so you you look to them as your gods. And what you don't see is that the more money that you give to them, the further away they get from you. Because the more money you give to them, the richer they get and the poorer you get. You give them money, you are lacking the money, they're receiving the money. And that allows them to go live behind gated communities and, and send their kids to private schools. And your kids are going to public school and you can't afford a tutor, but their kids are getting the best education and tutors that there is in the world off of your dollar. And if you were to run into these people on the street and say, can I, can I have $5? They would probably have their security push you away like a gnat. You know, they may pose for a picture with you. You may get a blanketed thank you over a speech after some type of award or on some album jacket. Thank you to all my fans, which is basically short for fanatics. Um, and you'll get the thank you and, oh, I love you guys. I love you too. And you literally believe they love you. Um, and you don't realize that the more you give, the more you push them further away from you. And I don't know if you've even noticed, but you'll be on these people's pages and, and you'll give them all sincere, heartfelt posts and messages and encouragement, prayers, and won't even get a like, like a little like. Not only do they not respond to you, but they won't even click like, you know, I, I have friends that work in the entertainment industry. I worked in the entertainment industry and the more celebrity pictures they post, the less they respond to you. Unless I was kept, if I was continuously posting celebrity pictures like I used to, then people will respond back to me. But because I'm not in that world anymore where I have celebrity people that I hang around or work around, then when I reach out to my friends that are around celebrities, they barely respond back to me because I'm a nobody because I don't have validation of a celebrity friend or celebrity interest or, or celebrity environment that makes me valid to respond to. I'm nothing to people because I have no celebrity connections. Okay. And that's, uh, that's very sad.
It's very sad that these people are validating their self-worth as being accelerated above yours because they have contact with celebrities. Um, or maybe they have a check mark by their name. But you know that you can't reach out to your favorite singer, dancer, artist, influencer, and get a response. And if you do, well, you're one of the very lucky ones, I guess, right? Lucky, quote unquote. Um, so basically, this engaging in this behavior only leads to simple indulgence, indulgences, such as... Um, you know, it starts off with what to wear, what to eat, where did they go on vacation, uh, where did what did they do last night, what movie did they watch, what TV show do they watch. So you get engulfed in that, and the next thing you know, they're telling you what who to vote for and who not to vote for, and which lifestyles are are good to live and which lifestyles are not. You know, um, they they set this tone for the pretty much the whole world, but mainly Americans. Um, they tell you it's okay to live this way. Everybody lives that way. They tell you it's not okay to live that way. It's not okay to live that way because of what somebody on the television said to you or the internet has said to you. It gets down to who you want to believe in, what your diet is, how you're going to eat. Are you going to be a vegan? Are you going to be a vegetarian? Are you going to eat meat? Depends on what your favorite celebrity is doing which pretty much sets the tone for what you're going to do. And you don't realize that basically you're a controlled robot. Um, the society is built on being better than. They want to be better than you, and you're seeking to be better than the people around you. So you feel like if I become like this person, then I'll be better than, quote unquote, the people around me. And then people will worship me. And the goal that people want is to be worshipped like gods, which goes into idolizing. And the Bible talks about idolizing and that you should not idolize. Um, because what is idolizing is basically making somebody into a god. So if uh, you idolize a certain celebrity and they tell you everybody needs to uh, do this particular thing that's really pretty much against your beliefs that you grew up with or what you know to be right, then you'll do what they do because you want to be like them or you admire them. You're encouraged by them. But in Leviticus 19.4, it says, do not turn to idols or make metal gods for yourself. I am the Lord, your God. Um, Jonah 2.8, those who cling to worthless items turn away from God's love for them. Because you rather be like the next person than be God-like, right? Right. The Bible says to be Christian, like to be Christ like. But now you want to be Madonna like Beyonce like Jennifer Lopez like Cardi B like. Right. So you call yourself a Christian and you believe in Christianity, but then you'll sing a song about uh, a Cardi B song, WAP or WAP or whatever you call it, which we know to be a vulgar pornographic song. And I'm not saying I haven't heard it. I'm not saying that I don't like the song, but I have listened to different rap songs and I do indulge in some rap music. So I'm not saying I don't listen to it. I'm not a Christian to where I don't listen to rap music. But 
we're getting to the point to where you can have somebody literally speak on pornographic music and it influences other girls and women to think that their value is within between their legs. This is my value. This is what men value me by. Let me show you how I got this house. I don't clean. I don't cook. Uh, but let me show you how I got my ring is basically saying that I bring no value to anything in a relationship, but what's between my legs. So I got married based off of my sex rather than based off of my character, based off of what I have to bring to the table. I brought sex to the relationship and that's what makes me the queen is what I have between my legs. And then other people see that and then now there's no love in relationships but then the next song on the track is about you cheating on me. And I had to beat somebody up because you were cheating on me with her. And she did this and somebody's calling your phone. Why wouldn't somebody call his phone? Why wouldn't he cheat on you? Because the only thing you bring is sex and everybody's got that. So what makes you different or more special or anything, any any value to you? When what you bring is, it's just like a paper bag at every store. <laughs> I, I can go to one store, would you like a bag? I'll pay 10 cents for the bag and probably throw it in the trash. I don't even think about the bag because it's so given to me that it's no value to me. I need it right now. I have too many things to carry. I need the bag. So yeah, please, I'll pay for that bag. And, and right now I love this bag because I need it. But once I get home and unload my groceries, I'll throw that bag in the trash. I may reuse it. I may not. Same thing with certain women out here. You are the paper of plastic. You are being used and you have no value to you, but for that moment. And you brag about it as if it's something to be proud of and it's despicable. And because people idolize that, they get the mentality that this is the way life is supposed to be and we're supposed to be all about our sex and we're supposed to be all about what's between our legs. We're not supposed to bring anything to the table but that. That's what makes me powerful. That's what gives me control over a man. But then you complain that you don't have a man. You can't find a good man. But yet this is what you dictate of who you to be is about what's between your legs. And because so many women do it, 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 it blankets all of us under that umbrella. Even the ones of us that don't feel that way. It starts to be so common that most men believe that. And Well, most boys, because real men don't. Real men know how to value women and, and and analyze, what do you bring to help me? That's where you get your Michelle Obamas and people in that nature. That's where you get those power couples. But you'll see a chick that's on social media talking about her, what's between her legs, but then post the next day, post relationship goals and have Obama and, and uh, Michelle and Barack Obama are relationship goals, but, but you are nothing like a, a Michelle Obama. Okay. Um, and Michelle Obama brings class and substance. I've never seen a post of her just posting a purse or, or just posting some shoes or posting, look at us, we're in the private jet. Look at us, we're in this particular car. Oh, I'm humbly bragging because I'm, I'm showing you my nails across the steering wheel that shows I'm in a Ferrari. I'm, I'm just showing you my nails, but I just so happen to have my hand placed on the steering wheel so you can see the type of car I drive. I don't see Oprah and Michelle Obama and women that you say you have relationship goals or, or women goals to be like. I don't even see that because they don't need that type of validation, name brand validation. 
they are secure within themselves. And a lot of women and people in general out here are believing that they're secure about themselves, yet they're nothing but copycatters. They copy, copy, copy. They have to have this particular outfit, these particular shoes. I have to drive this particular car. I go to LA and everybody's got a BMW, an Audi, a Range Rover. And boy, try to say hi to somebody. They'll look at you like they don't even see you because of the things that they're carrying on their backs. The most temporary things you can ever have. If you really want to know what you look like, watch an old episode of, uh, watch an old episode of, like the price is right or watch an old episode of uh, the one where they wear the costumes um, and they go on TV. Let's make a deal and win new cars and win ski skis and jet skis and boats. And look at those things from 1985, those televisions they won, the cars they won, the washer and dryers they won, the kitchens they won. They look like garbage. And in a few years, all the stuff we have will look the same way, but you're selling your total soul to attain these things because your favorite celebrities or Instagram or TikTok influencers have them. Um, and now you have people walking around uh, getting all kinds of plastic surgery on their faces and their bodies. And a lot of these chicks are looking like these horses. I can't remember their name, but they're half horse and half human. And these butts are looking totally disgusting. But because the people that they admire or follow after have them, they go get them and they feel like I look good because this is what's in. This is what men want. A butthole. This is what uh, this is what men want. This is what's important to make me important is to have a big butt and carry it around and pretty much lug it around and look ridiculous and and, and assume that gravity won't change the shape of your body. It does that naturally. But anyway. So the Bible also speaks on bragging about riches. So like Jeremiah 9.23 says, says the Lord, let not the wise man boast in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man boast in his might. And let not the rich man boast in his riches. And Proverbs 27.2, let another praise you and not your own mouth, a stranger and not your own lips. Okay. And... This is what we live in. We're consumed by bragging. You could watch a, a Housewives reunion because um, I do watch those shows. And, and then at the end of the show, the people will be yelling at each other. And I've seen them. I drive this kind of car. You don't have anything. You're broke. You're broke. You know, you can be friends with people. And because they don't have as much as you, you're so quick to write them off. You don't have anything. I don't need you. What are you going to do for me? I don't need you. You're broke. You're broke. And you write people off and say they're broke. But see, that's the test that every one of us has failed at one time or another. I've seen people treat people very foul and look down on people because of what they have materialistically. Now, the person I'm with has has never been has not been financially deprived at this point, but drives around in a regular Honda and wears mostly the same clothes all the time, but does have very fancy cars, but doesn't post them online, doesn't even have a social media, doesn't drive them around his friends to show off the things he has. And I'm sure his friends look at him and think he's poor, he's broke. And 
they don't know that he actually has far more than what they do. And sometimes it shows in the way they talk or treating or disregarding, and they don't know. And that's the funny part is that people really judge you by what they see. And you don't know who you could be talking to. Everybody that has money does not flaunt it. Everybody that has money does not show it off. They just don't. Then on the other hand, I see preachers preaching, God wants you to be rich. God wants you to have it all. I hear people say, I'm highly favored. I'm blessed and highly favored. So now God has favorites. Okay. I've never seen that in the Bible before, but all of a sudden God has favorites because people say, oh, they're highly favored because look at what the car they drive. Look at how much money they have. That's the Lord overly blessing those people. But yet his own son was a carpenter. His own son, I guess, was not highly favored <laughs> by God. If we go by what people say today, I'm highly favored. Well, why wasn't Jesus highly favored? He was actually his son and he was a carpenter, right? But the Lord wants you to have it all. The Lord wants you to have that fancy car and he wants you to have that fancy house. But even God said, you cannot serve him and chase money at the same time. So if Jesus were to walk the earth today as a carpenter, how would you have treated him? I tell you one thing, not many women, I want to say all, but most women wouldn't even have dated him. If Jesus walked up to a woman and she said, what do you do for a living? And he says, well, I'm a carpenter. Oh no, I'm sorry. No, thank you. Sorry. No, thank you. And her friends will validate that. Girl, you don't need to be with him. He don't have nothing. He's broke. Why would you want to be with him? He's broke. He's the son of God. You don't know that, but he's broke. And that's all that matters to you is that he's broke. So you can praise God all day with your mouth and you could thank him for all your riches, not blessings, but riches. And I'm not saying that people that have money are not blessed. I'm not saying that, but when you boast and brag about it to me, it's not a blessing. So you can go to church all day Sunday, go to Bible study, sing in the choir. You can be the pastor's wife, be the pastor. You can give to charity. But you wouldn't even give Jesus the time of day if he were here. Yet you praise him. You praise God, but you wouldn't give him the time of day if he walked up to you. You guys walk down and you see people homeless and they're asking for change. And, you know, sometimes you hand them a dollar and you keep walking. You don't engage in conversation. And sometimes it's not safe to do that. But, you know, sometimes it's not bad. Because there was a time when I had a nonprofit organization and it was for animals. And I'm an Aries. And um, there was this lady who had this German shepherd and I would see her all the time with this dog. And I felt so sorry for her. Because she was homeless, but she loved her dog so much. She couldn't take him to a shelter because they don't allow animals. And she would weather everything with that dog. And every time I saw her, I would help her out. And then, yeah, initially, like everybody else, I would just hand her some money and keep going, hand her some money and keep going. But I would see her all the time and I was always handing her money. And so sometimes I would buy dog food and give her a bag of dog food. And, and uh, one day I just stopped and said, hey, what's your name? And she told me her name. And I said, what's your dog's name? 
And she told me his name was Aries and she had been homeless for quite some time, but she loved her dog and she felt sorry for the dog. And um, when I started my foundation, I named it Aries Foundation, you know, because we were both Aries, me and the dog. And I just always wanted to remember that dog and remember that lady because, you know, she was a very nice lady. She wasn't crazy. She just was on hard times. And we used to talk all the time. When I would see her, and then one day I just never saw them again. And I think she got sick, but, you know, she was a human being. And a lot of times people disregard those people. You know, you go to charity and you stand up on Thanksgiving and, and make plates and, and donate food and things like that. But what is your heart really doing it for? And even if that's the case, if you're really charitable, you would know the people you help. You know, you would indulge and dive in even more than just on the surface of I gave, I gave my time, I gave my money, but that is not giving yourself because you have to want to indulge with people and say, what is your name and how did you get here? And maybe there's something more I could do for you. You just don't know what you can learn from somebody that's in a less position than you are at the moment. You don't know what kind of position they were in and you damn sure don't know what kind of position you will end up in. You really don't. So while you're over there flaunting your bags and purses and cars and the thousand dollar bags and purses you buy your children and the cars you drive and the beautiful home you have, you know, there's a difference, but you know, I have social media and I post nice things as well. And there is a slight difference between posting, I believe, accomplishments and bragging about money. You know, one time I did buy a fancy car and I posted it online. And it wasn't so much that I was posting the fancy car because I got a fancy car. It was just, I was proud that of where I come from on the bus for so long and, and making car payments and car repossessions and, and everything I had been through to have a car with no car payment and things like that. It, it just, I was just excited about it. And it wasn't like, look at me. Cause the guy I think I only posted one picture of that car. Um, one time it broke down, I posted another picture, but I mean, of course, people want to brag about their accomplishments, which isn't the best thing to do, but it's not, you know, it's, it's nice to show that you've worked hard and accomplished something to show the fruits of your labor. But to just post a purse or post a car just because you have it or to post, uh, this is the most, I'm at the most expensive restaurant today, everybody. Look at my new shoes, everybody. Oh, look at what my husband bought me. Look at what my boyfriend bought me just to show off. That's a totally different mindset of accomplished. And I understand it's like, well, I am accomplished. I, I want to show those things off. I came from the ghetto and now look at what I've got. It's a difference because you're not approachable. And if you know that somebody can't walk up to you and ask you for $5 of the money they've invested in you and you can't give it to them, then you don't need to be posting stuff because you're posting it for all the wrong reasons. Don't think of yourself as above people. Everybody wants to say they're not above it, but you sure do act like it because you sure want those followers, but you don't want to engage with anybody. You don't know whose life you can touch. 
on a smaller platform in a more intimate level. And yes, it's dangerous sometimes when you're a celebrity to engage with us common folk because some people can definitely become stalkers and become crazy. And how do you weed out who's the crazy one? And how do you weed out who's the sane one? I totally understand that. But you're putting your life out there for one or the other. So take your chances and find the one that you need to be there for because you're not the Christian you think you are and you're not abiding by what you believe that you are doing. You're totally opposite. And what you're doing is you're straddling a thin line between good and evil and you're letting the devil use you for his works. But at the same breath, you're thanking God for it. You make a song about what's between your legs and you get up on the stage and you thank God for that. And then people applaud that. Now that is the most backwards thing I've ever seen. And that shows you how backwards and lost this whole society is that a person can write a song about killing, sex, fornication, um, being greedy for money and lust. And they win an award for that. And people stand up and applaud them when they thank the Lord for it or they thank God. So, you know, God can be anything. They can be worshiping any kind of a God. The devil is a God to some people. So when they say, I thank God for this, let's don't always assume it's our Lord and Savior. Because a God could be anything and anyone in their mind. So be careful about what you invest your time in. And stop letting people use you to boast their career and their financial status and leave you at the bottom of the barrel. Why do you need validation from someone else? Ask yourself, why do I need to know where they're eating so that I feel comfortable eating there? Why do I need to know what they're wearing so that I feel comfortable wearing it? Who is it that I want to treat a certain way? And why do I want to treat that person that way? You got to dig deep within yourself and figure out what's wrong with you because there is definitely something wrong with you if you engage in that and then you follow after it and obsess with that. I watch it. I watch reality shows. I have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and I watch and look at all of the same things we all look at. But I do it sometimes more for researching, but I also do it for entertainment. But I don't do it for it to influence me. And I don't follow everybody. You know, I don't follow everybody. I don't give people my numbers and things like that to rack up numbers um, off of showing off. So pay attention to yourself. Validate yourself. If we all do that, then we won't be following along with people. We don't know what their beliefs are and what they be do, do behind closed doors. Um, we're following the blind leading the blind. Bible speaks about that too. We're all on the wide road and not the narrow because everybody's following the other person. So of course you're on the wide road and God says that only few find the narrow road that leads to him. And when you're on Instagram and you're following, literally following people on the laptop with the bitten apple that gives you knowledge of good and evil, think about that bitten apple. And then, and yeah, you could say it came from it. Oh, he got this idea from the fruit fields of somewhere, but it's a forbidden fruit, the symbol of a forbidden fruit and is bitten. And the one bite out of the apple is what gave us all death. 
because at that point is when we knew good from bad. And you can open up this Apple Bitten laptop and you can find out anything you want, good and bad. It's a knowledge and a dark web that would take your mind and your spirit far beyond what you ever could have imagined. So pay attention to the devices you use and the mentality you have when you're using them. I can do these types of things and watch these type of people because they don't influence me. They don't persuade me to do anything that I don't want to do. So it's safe for me, but it's not safe for everybody. And so you got to pay attention to those things. And um, influence yourself. Don't let other people influence you. If you want to be like somebody, like-minded like somebody, follow your God. Follow your heart. But don't follow other people. That is the worst thing you can ever do in your life is to follow other people. Think for yourself because you're on your own journey, not their journey. And now everybody's following on someone else's journey and have totally lost their purpose and lost their meaning of life. And you wonder why you lost. It's because you're on somebody else's road and not your own. Until next time.